My name's Mike and I'm a drunk. My topic is, what's the difference between being entirely ready to have God remove all my defects of character and humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings? Sounds the same to me. What I'm about to share is the experience of my life in Alcoholics Anonymous. And I can assure you that if your experience is not similar to mine, that you're on the outside looking in on AA as I know it. At first glance, steps six and seven appear reasonable, even easy to understand and agree. Yeah, sure, take it away, God. And if I should stumble, remove that too. Let me tell you about my first sponsor. Norman had a way of getting my attention. I always knew that some disagreeable task or unpleasant assignment was coming when I heard my sponsor say, hey, dummy, come here. Or listen up, stupid. I want you to... Now, you should understand that I made a promise to Norman that I would do whatever he said with no reservations. His first set of rules were very simple. We go to a meeting every day. We don't drink or take drugs in between meetings. And we don't hit people in Alcoholics Anonymous. Now, I didn't like to get his attention too often. Because if I did, it was back to the salt mines. He had me moving people, going to the dump, yard work for old timers, washing cups, ashtrays after the meeting, going to jail to bring an AA meeting inside. Me, I was a sensitive guy, and I didn't think that he had a clue about me. Anyway, while seeming to work six step and set six while seeming to work step six and seven, I asked him to tell me how I could get God to stop me from telling lies. You should understand that I would tell lies when the truth was sufficient. Little lies, big lies, it didn't matter. Now you would think that having been in Alcoholics Anonymous all of six months, I would have figured out who to turn to, to get a second opinion or to commiserate my sorry state. But not me, like a dummy, I went to my sponsor Norman. And here's what he told me to do. Listen up, stupid. The next time you tell a lie, I want you to stop and apologize to whoever you would, whoever it is that you lied to, and then tell them the truth. You got that, Mike? I didn't have a choice after that. I had to do as he said. <coughs> Lying quickly became an old habit, replaced by a new habit. Telling the truth won out. What Norman told me later was an eye-opener. He said that in Alcoholics Anonymous, we replace bad habits with good habits. Now, how does this story to relate, relate to my topic? In my experience, God has never removed a character defect that I didn't prepare the way through soul-searching and hard work on my part. And when all of my efforts have failed me, he has and continues to remove those shortcomings to pave the way for the next course of action on that defect. Now, some of you might say, well, I turn it over to God. Isn't that the essence of six and seven step? And my response is bullshit. Steps six and seven really are the boys to men steps. No man of sobriety that I admire has escaped these steps with just a prayer. Now, some of you on hearing this will know that I'm a fellow treasure, and we will meet on that happy road, and some of you will be upset. It's okay, because if you don't drink long enough, you too will learn not to tell lies. In many of the old fellowships halls, you can see old slogans like, live and let live, easy does it, but for the grace of God, and think, 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 and first things first, what you may not know is the order has meaning, too. If you take the first word of each one, you get the thought behind the slogans. Live easy, but think first. Thank you. <laughs>